Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on a very special Max Fun Drive bonus episode of One Bad Mother, balloons. Plus, Biz and Teresa are grateful. Wooing at you. I'm wooing with you. I am wooing right back with you. Yeah. How's it feel to be in the woo seat, Teresa? It feels so strange (laughs) and new and different. It's like everything about returning to normal life during a pandemic. Uh, It's like, I took my child to school today. I did not know what to do. And that felt weird. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many things that are quote unquote normal that are not feeling normal. Everything's so weird now. (laughs) But you know what's not weird? How much... You and I not only love each other, mm-hmm. but love the Max Fun community and all of you who supported One Bad Mother during this drive. Seriously, you guys are amazing. You've yeah. been keeping this show going oh, for yeah. eight-ish years. I think this is like the ninth, maybe, drive. Yeah, it's so been eight years. Eight, it's amazing. Like a full eight years. And that's right? you guys. That's yeah. you guys. You guys cool. are doing this. Yes. You're doing this. <laughs> you are doing this. That is right. If we did not have your support to make the show, the show would not get made. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. So we really, really appreciate it. Being part of the Max Fun family and especially being part of the One Bad Mother family is so much fun to me you know it's also fun they say balloons (laughs) please take a moment to remember if you're friends of the hosts of one bad mother you should assume that when we talk about other moms we're talking about you if you are married to the host of one bad mother we definitely are talking about you nothing we say constitutes professional parenting Miss and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Balloons. Objects of uplifting joy or crushing sadness. Or or fear and desperation. Oh, yeah, I forgot there is that third. This yeah. crushing sadness just teeters so much on total fear yeah and like horror yes horror that is a good point panic inducing yeah edge of your seat running nail biting running and slapping the air like get away (laughs) to bring that get the get away from me balloon yes i i don't know why i didn't think of that because i fall into that camp Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh that's you you're you're afraid of balloons person i i know that balloons exist in the world and they've even been in this house. And I understand the joy a balloon can bring. They're magical. They're floating around. They're doing things, even if they don't have helium in them. For me, it is the unexpected 
popping. Right. They're they're gonna yeah. pop. It's gonna it, be loud. It's when it gonna pops. be loud and startling. It's and not you're I, not gonna be able to predict when it'll pop. Exactly. And yeah. I have lived my life like a cat who is wound up as tight as a squirrel. Mm-hmm. And when that pop comes, I just go right to the roof, claws extended, Tom and Jerry style, just mm-hmm. like stuck to the ceiling. Yes. I I don't want that sort of surprise in my life. Yes, I don't either. Okay, but I'm... do you fall into that into that full end of the of choices or are you somewhere no I do I live with someone one of my kids is afraid of the popping of the balloon yeah. and for that reason will not be in a yeah. room near a balloon sure. and so I think there's some level of like enmeshment there where I too now am avoidant of balloons just because <laughs> I'm why not thinking of my kid and I yeah. don't I want to prevent those kind of situations but, yeah, but, but I think I'm more annoyed with balloons oh. than I am afraid of them like I, I definitely feel like we've had them in our house a lot of course and I think the main way that I feel towards them is annoyed okay now is this the same as before kids got in your house Teresa does like, as a kid, did you feel no. differently about balloons? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Do you like, did you like them as a kid? Sure. Yeah. I thought balloons were really fun. Okay. They were great. Yes. I think I always hated the popping of the balloons. Oh, okay. But I still, I liked the, back then, the new Mylar balloons, the ones that mm-hmm. we should not have anymore. Is that right? I are think those so. the ones? Yeah, I those think it's, worse it's whatever the, the shiny ones. Because th- those are supposed to be like safer or something. But they or they kids? they hit your electrical wires outside your house. It'll oh. take all your power out. Oh, Have you I not, know that. I've seen those PSAs on the bus stops lately. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Those are the I, kinds they sell at like the grocery store and stuff. They sell them everywhere. Yeah. I know. They're very bad. But <laughs> they didn't pop. <laughs> They, didn't they don't pop. pop. Yeah, no. So, so if you're if you're saying that they are a mm-hmm. better, safer, happier balloon, mm-hmm. that is true. If balloons mm-hmm. cause you great anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> but those ones also last the longest. Oh. Like if you get one yeah. at a grocery store, for example, and it's been like just pumped up with helium, yeah. that thing's going to be in your house for like upwards of ten days. Oh, like longer. Really. No, I'm yeah, longer. Yeah, they're. I have one in the house right now. How long has it been there? It was given to Ellis on St. Patrick's Day by another parent. So that's... And it's still... More than a month ago. Or that's a month ago. Yeah, it's still That's exactly a month ago. It's It's like attached to a glow stick. And it's still up. Mm. And I I just am going to go ahead and jump to one of the other anxiety-inducing aspects of balloons. And that is, I keep thinking there's a person behind me or in the room, right? So I think that's where I'm getting at the annoyance factor. Yeah. The ones that are there, like (laughs) the ones that are just there for a long time and nobody's excited about them being there anymore, but they're too attached to them for now for you to let them go. Yeah. Um, And by let them go, I mean pop them. them and you put them in them. the trash 
kill them. Not let them go out <laughs> into the atmosphere. You mean more um, of an emotional letting yeah, go. Um, an emotional letting go <laughs> of saying goodbye, <laughs> of grieving the balloon. Of grieving the balloon, yeah. But so instead, you know, they're just around and mm-hmm. they sort of, they yeah. move a yeah. little bit depending on yeah. how the air circulates in your house and they kind of show up right behind you mm-hmm. or they hover just above your left shoulder. Yeah. And they're just there. They're, they're just and they, there. Sometimes they get lower and they're like eye level. Yeah. Or they're like, and then they get a little lower, but they're still hanging out for like a week they're at there. a different level. Yeah. And yeah. it's deeply unsettling. Yeah. I agree. It's deeply yeah. unsettling. Yeah. Uh, and this is just the helium balloons, guys. Like those mylar helium ones, they do last forever. Yeah. We're not even talking about the classic latex, you know, no. the poppers. Yeah, the poppers. The poppers <laughs> with the helium. I but but I have a question. We're just naturally moving on mm-hmm. to something I wanted to ask you, and that was, regardless of balloon type. From your parenting experience, how long do they live in your house? And what is your children's attachment like to them? You've got three. You've got mm-hmm. three kids. So mm-hmm. you you basically have like a panel, like an experiment. <laughs> like you've got three kids you get to experiment on with balloons. Because you know where it's going in my house. You know. It's a real intense attachment. It's a, like it's the attack. It's going to be a problem. It's intense. I basically, yeah. I can sum mine up real quick. I basically yeah. have to wait for it to shrivel mm-hmm. and die on its own, right? And then wait a little longer, mm. and then I just get rid of it, like I do mm-hmm. all things, and Secretly. never speak of it. Right. Yeah. That's. And then if you get asked about it, you say something like, uh, "I don't know. I'm not sure." That's Can you a good find question. it? Go know. find it. Go yeah. find it. Yeah. It's probably somewhere in your room. It's probably around here. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It could be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little different in our house since the one kid developed the actual the phobia. Real fear. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now it's like like somebody gave the Gracie is the one with the phobia and somebody gave her a balloon recently and she was horrified oh sure but she she gave what she did was she gave it to oscar okay which was interesting because then it's like still in the house house. but he was kind of like supposed to keep it in his room yeah but then it would make its way out as balloons do yeah yeah it's a balloon they just make it away around yeah. And around. I think so I think I felt justified in mm-hmm. getting rid of that one pretty quick mm-hmm. because I felt like well, if anybody notices and and is upset, I'm just yeah. going to say, yeah, it's it's freaking Gracie out. I don't we don't need to have that around right yeah, now. Absolutely. And so yeah, I think I I I guess I'm what I'm realizing as I'm talking about this yeah. is I'm kind of enjoying the fact that I now yeah. have an excuse to just never have balloons in my house. Wow, that is a real joy. Like to it not, is. because I it's don't- a pl- It's an advantage. I don't go out <laughs> buying balloons, right? Right. And again, I'm yeah. still talking helium balloons, like right. things that are floating. We do not use them to celebrate things very much because 
of popping for me. It's me. But people give kids balloons, right? And like yeah. and and that's lovely and nice. Yeah. Uh but like there's a there was a window there where there were just no balloons coming in from mm-hmm. anywhere, right? And so I have been really shocked by this balloon mm-hmm. that is now in the house and now there is more talk of balloons. But what I want to segue into is the non-helium balloon mm-hmm. balloons and just general use of balloons mm-hmm. like around the house because I think the one that the kids the kids like just having balloons to like blow up and just like hit, hit. each other with yeah. in the room kick them yeah. hitting ah, surprise attack right or yeah. blow it up don't seal it off and then surprise attack and then like let it go to yeah. right yeah so that happens mm-hmm. i have found what makes the attachment harder is when they draw a face on it oh. so i know you know yeah so I guess maybe a year or so ago, time is meaningless. The kids had a bunch of balloons. Cat had blown them up and tied them off. And what am I saying? No, they didn't. I had to do it. Can you blow up this balloon? No, no, what? There'll be like 30. Can you blow mm. up this balloon? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to blow up a balloon, by the way. Yeah. Unless you are an adult. Yeah. Anyway, so blow it up, give it to them. Later, I come in and they all have faces on oh, them no. now were you were you like instantly horrified right away because you knew well i knew i wasn't horrified at the faces per se i was horrified by knowing i'm yeah. never going to be allowed what to this means the yeah. balloons away yeah and days passed weeks passed mm-hmm. and pretty soon what was laying around the house were these like half <laughs> sort of <laughs> half deflated like mm-hmm. like sort of like a shriveled latex raisin you know but like still half as plump right and the other half mm-hmm. is shriveling down and the face is like all kind of distorted and i would say uh, are we ready to say goodbye to this balloon and ellis would be like no it's my friend and i'm like Gah. and so eventually what would happens is those things kind of get melty and sticky eventually like i'll mm-hmm. find them totally deflated mm-hmm. and stuck stuck like to the bottom of another toy or behind a bookshelf mm-hmm. but here's a little secret sometimes i go in and i just take a little pin when they're starting mm-hmm. to be loose, oh. when the balloons loose and i i go right to the end where yeah. you know you where can the stretch knot it, is where the yeah. knot is you can stretch yeah. it and you poke a little hole there and it won't pop the balloon but mm. it'll deflate a lot. Oh faster. yeah, Psst. yeah. There you go. That's a genius moment. Thank you, thank you. I I, I go in and I murder the balloon <laughs> while my child sleeps. Well, and I then... had <laughs> I had noticed. I had figured out at some point as a parent that yeah. I could pop the balloons silently by yeah. trimming them really carefully at the right. knot and it just yeah. lets the air out totally silently so I could do that without yeah. anybody noticing that I was killing their balloon <laughs> right so I've been doing that one for oh, a yeah. while but the pinprick is uh, slow is and very painful. devious yeah, yeah. Well, you know how I like to raise my kids <laughs> the devious streak <laughs> so the thing that the non-helium balloons makes me think about is mm-hmm. the fear as a 
like as a new parent that my kids would choke and die from somehow getting a hold of one of them. Like, I feel like I was trained to be afraid of that even before you ever thought about kids. I had kids. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I have this memory that I don't even know if it was before having kids. Like, I don't know if this happened when I was like a teenager, like a family event or something, but I just remember seeing a little kid like just full on like oh, chewing, chewing on, it. on like a torn balloon yeah. and like not being co- like he wasn't comfortable it was like oh. kind of in his mouth and stuck and weird like Ooh. he wasn't choking but it was now it was in really there. scary to yeah. see like really scary and so to this day oh when my kids insist on blowing up their own balloon oh. which both Oscar and Curtis absolutely do. They insist on blowing up their own balloons. Really? Go yeah. Curtis. And I, yeah, he's so little. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, uh, okay. And I feel like I have to sit there yeah. and like, and I, I'm not breathing as right. I watch them do this because I just have this feeling that they're going to accidentally inhale it. Well, I know it's going to go so fast. I have that and, vision too. And I've like, never seen that happen, but you're like, you're blowing, you're blowing, you're yeah. blowing. And then it's gone. Yeah. It's just gone. It's just going to be, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a vacuum. Oh so, I don't know. It's just, you know, like everybody has those yeah. weird things that we're oh, afraid of. Every that are unrealistic. Time the child opens the door, do you mean sure. for me? Yeah. I'm like, bus attack, right? Like, like <laughs> you know, attack. shark attack, right? Any, yeah. It'll be an attack, balloon attack. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I don't know. And yeah. then like, we also do... We do um, water balloons in our backyard a lot, especially when the weather is warm. And those balloons are so tiny and they're really only meant for water. But my kids love to try to blow them up. And those are even worse because they're so little and they're not meant to do that. And they're so hard to blow up. And I just, I sit there frozen solid, like (laughs) an ice break in my stomach, (laughs) just watching them vigilantly. I got to say, I have less of a problem with water balloons popping than balloons yeah. popping. Yeah, no, I, I feel like same with Gracie. Like, we yeah. can definitely, Do. it doesn't make the same noise. Well, it's also not the same effect. It's like, yeah. you know what's going to You know pop. it. Yeah. You, you know, know it's coming. coming. Yeah. yeah. I will say the other problem with those tiny little water balloons, and I love them. I love them. But the other problem is that they're so small and our yard is then just littered with them. And then I think about mm-hmm. like the birds or the cats or like somebody's dog, right? Like eating mm-hmm. them. And then I'm yeah. like, well, I just basically I don't want to have fun ever again. Would be a oh, great. I, I'm, I'm really <laughs> fun, as you can already tell from all of these stories. But one thing that we do when we're doing water balloons is yeah. I have trained them to pick up the pieces oh, yeah. of every single balloon the minute they throw, like they don't get a new water yeah. balloon until they've picked up the, it's so yeah. fun. You, you have gotten just having really fun. good at this, Teresa. <laughs> You've gotten so good at this. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we like pay them. <laughs> a, penny, a penny per balloon fragment mm-hmm. that you get. Yeah. Also, science. Do you use balloons for science? We've used the, the old static thing. You get the balloon, oh, rub yeah. it on the carpet. And then you can oh. stick it on the wall. Yeah. And it sticks. I remember there were lots of like experiments where you're like, you know, tie, a, tie it to a string, put a paperclip on it. And you're like, it races. 
I, I'm pretty sure I shared with you guys the nightmare that my oldest did. So Kat knows that I don't like balloons and mm. that I don't like popping balloons. Mm. There would be moments where like they would have a balloon and they'd be like bouncing up and down on it. And I would be like backing out of the room like, I need you to stop this right now. <laughs> I can't be around you. Uh, but Kat had a balloon, put a piece of tape on it. And with a little note that said, pull me. Like there was a little sticky on top of that tape and it said, pull me. Now, if you put tape on a balloon and pull it off, it will pop that balloon. Okay. It's going to pop it. And so I go in and I was like, oh, somebody's put a balloon on my bed. Pull me. Okay. Pop. Ah! Just, I was like, I'm going to wait till you're 17 and then I'm going to get you back, child of mine. I've started the rest. You really fell right into their trap. I did. I didn't, I don't think I knew the the popping thing. I just, I knew that it was something was going to happen. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, you didn't expect the pop. I didn't expect, it was a big balloon. I fucking hated that so much. I think, all right. Balloons definitely associated with birthday parties, definitely associated with summer water fun. I apparently associate them with science, but I feel like there are other ways that balloons like are enforced upon us, right? And all I could think about is costumes. There was always the kid who showed up as like bubble bath or grapes, right? And they like would have the balloons like all attached to them. And I would see that kid and I was like, that kid is a braver kid than me. I could not, that would be like a personal hell of mine. Like if I, if and when I go to hell, like the (laughs) the first level is going to be that balloon thing. It's going to be me in a balloon yeah, costume that's in right. like a room full of angry cats. It's yeah. not, I mean, it's going to be so bad. So costumes also, I don't know. Did you, did you ever have like fantasies about balloons as a kid? Like balloon, like fantasies in which balloons were involved? I mean, I definitely wanted to be able to hold on to a yeah. balloon or balloons and have them, like, let me fly, have yes. them, like, carry me away. Yes. And I, I think back to the the Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> like, the original Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, where there's, like, a balloon and he flies up to get the honey. Uh-huh. I'll um, be a little black rain cloud. Yeah, exactly. I'll be having that. And then there's a different color balloon. Yeah. would mean something else. Something yes. Else. Yeah. It's a classic, the being carried away by balloons, which is a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful image. Also, the notion of a balloon landing in your yard with a note inside of it, that was always yeah. one that yeah. I wished had happened. Yeah. But I think we should wrap up on the real issues of balloons, and that is how fun they are when you get them and the knowledge that we are going to have to emotionally regulate our children the moment something happens. I remember like one of the very first balloons that Kat ever got, they gave it to them and they didn't tie it around their wrist. They didn't do anything. They just gave a four-year-old a balloon 
or three-year-old probably, mm-hmm. somewhere between three and four, a balloon. And you know what happened? What do you think happened, Teresa? It, it, there's no, I mean, there's, it's yeah. completely obvious to everyone yeah. that the balloon, the balloon flew away. It flew away immediately. Yeah. And there were like so many tears. Oh, yeah. It was crushing. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was go get 500 more balloons and right. like tape them to my child. Right. And, like, you got to wrap the balloon around yeah. the wrist. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And there's yeah. nothing worse for kids than when you're like, I got a balloon. And then you like, as the parent, you have to be like, I have to hold that balloon. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. already know you're going to pilot this and I have to stop you. <laughs> right? Like, what's that message? Right? Like, yeah. Do you have like, I mean, is there, is there a good way for a child to have a balloon and <laughs> well, enjoy it? I mean, I... <laughs> I do think like I was pleasantly surprised the last time we got a, a few of those Mylar balloons at a at a grocery store that they the grocery store had them attached to these little like bags of yeah. like weighted bags of rice sand or, or rice yeah. or something. And I just assumed that we weren't going to be able to take them. But they're like, oh, no, go ahead, like take them. And so they they basically came pre-weighted down. Ugh. Which was actually even better than having it on the wrist. Because I also have the kids who, like, can't resist untying Untying. (laughs) But then are equally as horrified when it flies away. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, those little weights can be nice. Especially if they have, like, something decorative on them or... Oh, I agree. I do think the weights are nice. I also... I am reminded the parent who brought the St. Patrick's Day balloon to Ellis's class. Ellis's class this year on St. Patrick's Day were out at their school's little outdoor farm space for, you know, the two hours they got to go. And I'm walking up to pick up Ellis and I see the mom pull up, get in the, open the back seat of the car and I can see all the balloons. So there's mm-hmm. like 20 balloons. Yeah. Okay. And it's really windy. And I see, I'm, I'm watching the, the mom reach in and I say, do you need any help? And she said, no. Mm. Fair enough. Look at mm-hmm. how much I've grown. I'm going to keep walking. Yeah. She takes the balloons out. The wind makes the balloons whip around. So now it's just a knot. It's yeah. just a knot. They're yeah. all weighted. They're all weighted. Right. So you can't like shimmy one out no, at a time. No. It's this horrible knot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, eventually some of us stepped up to try and help like undo the big tangle. Yeah. yeah. I felt so bad <laughs> for this woman. She was getting so angry. And I don't yeah. blame her. She was getting so angry about these knots. And kids are all standing around. Can They're I waiting. Help? Can I help? Yeah. Right, because it's like yeah. the end of the day, and everybody's well. So and so's got to go, right? Like, yeah. Can we just get one? And she's like, "Give me scissors. Who's got scissors?" Right? And I'm oh like, "Oh my god!" god. They were You're gonna like, say, "Yeah, don't like, use scissors." Yeah. I felt, and I knew that, like, there was like this other woman and I. And we we're like, we love knots. We love yeah. undoing things. Please let yeah. us just take this from you. We'll do it. Yeah. And you know, she could not release the death grip of the. This was supposed to be fun. You know. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. So just brutal. Bad. Listen, yeah. 
mom who brought balloons. You did a great job. Yeah. You were awesome. Well, I think the best way to celebrate this episode all about balloons is with glitter. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. Um, this is a low bar genius, kind of, but I, 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 you know, I have three kids, and <laughs> we're all coming back from the pandemic and not going to school, and... It seems like every school day, there is at least one kid who is having intense school avoidance. Like they're just, I'm not going today. I'm not going today. Nope, nope, nope. I am not going today. (laughs) Um, Thank you for asking. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and it's, uh, you know, I'm so much better about it than I was before, but it never it never feels okay. Um, but my genius moment was this past week. Um, it happened with Curtis, our four-year-old, and he's the one who generally has the least trouble going to school. He's also been back in school for longer than the, uh, the elementary kids. And when he has a problem, I tend to be like more annoyed because I'm like, you're not supposed to have problems. Like you're, (laughs) you're you're the easy one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're, you're, yeah, you're Curtis with the bangs and let's just stick with that. But no, I mean, he's, he is a whole person and he he is entitled to his own, um, his own problems and his own needs. And on this particular day, he was, he had taken off the shoes you know that we are not in good shape when the shoes have been on and now they are off and he was in bed with a blanket over his head oh no and my previous impulses would have been I'm really sorry you don't want to go to school but if you're not able to go to the car I'm just gonna have to carry you to the car and buckle you in and then one two three and then carry the car screaming yeah buckle him in and like, he's in a booster seat now. So I would have to like, hope he wasn't just going to unbuckle it yeah. and get, you know, but I remembered, oh, I have learned some strategies oh. that work better than that. And I employed my strategies uh-huh. and I remembered that it's not an emergency for him to get to school right this second. Mm. And I sat down with him on the bed and I said, I'm not ready to go either. Ugh. And I laid down with him and we chatted and we played and he felt better. And we talked about what stuffed animal friends we wanted to bring in the car. And we talked about what snack he would have in the car. And we just, 
took our time and we were like probably 10 minutes later than we would have been, but we did it without anybody screaming at me. Yeah. And I I did. I I felt like a genius. That is a genius. That's a genius for you, right? Like these are coping mechanisms. Yeah. Not for, I mean, you know, they get to Curtis benefits from it, but that was all about you saying we don't have to be. Like, what does late mean to a four-year-old? Exactly. Yep. Good job. Thank you. Really good job. So I know that this episode will be heard at whenever, sometime, but guys, there was a pandemic. (laughs) There's still a pandemic. Children were home for a whole year. And this past week, my this week of the recording, my kids were back in school for a mix of days. It wasn't consistent. But... On the Tuesday, both of them were there all day. Whoa. I went and I got myself a coffee from a coffee place. Mm -hmm. And I went home. And like Stefan was there and that was weird. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like. You're both home, but there's no kids. Yeah. There's no kids. And I just said, I I really need to feel like you're not going to judge me because I'm just going to lay here and play video games yes. for like a long time, like for a time yes. where you're going to be like, what's wrong? Right? Like, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do jack shit. Yes. And I did because I think that's what we all deserve so much yes. right now is the freedom to just yes. not fill that time with like a list. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good job. Thank you. Hi, Linda and Mother. I have a genius. <laughs> May turn into a rant, but I really hope it doesn't because <laughs> I want to focus on the good. Um, my kiddo has been, my oldest kiddo, I have three, <laughs> has been in pretty con- constant bad pain for 10 weeks. And we had an appointment with a specialist um, three hours away yesterday. And I drove her down to UCSF and we met with the specialist. In the afternoon but before that I made it a good day and because I didn't know what was going to happen with that and so we went to lunch during COVID which was the first time I'd eaten anywhere <laughs> um, but it was very very safe there's only like three people in the restaurant and then we had Ghirardelli hot fudge sundae um, <laughs> together out in the sun in 60 degree weather which is amazing and then we went to the appointment which was um pretty frustrating but we had a really nice time and that is my genius that I made something good out of something not so good anyway I'm exhausted thanks bye you are remarkable yeah you are you are doing such a good job that is so genius Mm -hmm. to like carve out that time to make that day have some bright spots for you and your child. And I I just, you're, you're a fucking genius. Yeah, you are. You're yeah. amazing. And I can, I can just yeah. imagine and practically taste that Ghirardelli <laughs> chocolate <laughs> fudge sundae right now. That's, <laughs> That's so, good. so good. So good. You are doing an amazing job. What a good parent. Failures. <laughs> Fail, 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 fail. You suck. 
fail me, Teresa. Okay. So this is also about my four-year-old Curtis, um, who goes to a very, very structured and organized Montessori preschool. What? That, where like cleanliness is very, very important. And in our house, it's not really like that. No. You know, I try, but eh, it's just not, it's, it's not, it's not happening. We have a lot of clutter. We have a lot of stuff and do you have three children in your house yeah and oh yeah so, uh, why what that's weird that you would have shit everywhere yeah. but anyways <laughs> so <laughs> the other day i can't remember what we were doing but curtis just said out of nowhere mom why is our house always so messy when i go to it when you go to it yeah <laughs> Like it had just dawned on him. Yeah. He was like looking around the house yeah. and he was like, this place is a pigsty. It's a dump. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? What's Why up can't with that? you keep this house clean like my teachers do at school? <laughs> well, what are you doing to help out, Curtis? Four-year-old. <laughs> I mean, probably if I had it organized yeah. where there were places where things could get put away, oh, sure. he probably would. We've, we've all had that moment of like walking into the preschool and thinking, I should be able to do this at my house. I should yeah. have bins with pictures of Legos on it. So they know right. that that's where the Legos go at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? Like I'll have blah, blah, blah. And I, I myself have been like, I can do this. Right? Yeah. And yeah. No, I can't. No. And I won't. I won't. <laughs> and I won't. This is not their school. This is their home. And it's different. It is well, different. You are doing a horrible job not making your house suitable for children to learn how to clean up after themselves. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally a thing. Probably a thing. Exactly how I'm failing. Yes. Okay. So I uh, was talking about my genius, and I will say though, my there's a failure tied into that. And that was, I still let myself be convinced that I was being judged because yeah. it had been so long since, you know, like yeah. as an adult, you know, it feels like oh, I shouldn't just be doing this all day. Like, you know, like, I don't know. And like, Stefan, we should be doing something fun together or whatever, you know, like just yeah. all this. And I'm like, I still let that voice sneak in mm -hmm. and, you know, I... I worked through it. I yeah. worked through it. You're not used to it. I'm not, not used to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it is. yeah sorry. That's all right. I'm, you know, I'm having a hard time being a person. <laughs> I am calling with a fail. Uh, we waited all of the proper time in quarantine, and we finally got to see my brand-new nephew and my said, hey, you're scratching his face, you want to cut his fingernails? And I said, uh, yeah, I've cut a zillion fingernails. Um, I got this. And I nipped him. And he was fine. And he barely, like, bled one drop of blood. And he calmed right down for me. And I finished cutting his nails. And I still feel like a big old failure. And they were so nice about it. And nobody even cared. But I cared. So failing at being an aunt and a mom. Thanks. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You walked right into that one. <laughs> I mean, really. Like. You were so confident. So. I've been cutting yeah. baby fingernails yeah. forever. I, they, you know, they call me the baby cutter. That doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> maybe that's a more accurate name, though. <laughs> since you missed there's nothing more stressful than cutting little baby's fingernails yeah. and good job proving to your sister that uh, failure lurks everywhere <laughs> so you know setting the bar setting the tone doing a really bad job <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you been a fun bonus episode of one bad mother in which we talked about balloons but no one bad mother episode would be complete without listening to a mom have a breakdown hey Biz and Teresa I am having a breakdown um, my best friend in the whole world and my babysitter has moving from Ohio to Atlanta and it's going to happen in the next few weeks and it's her dream and I'm so happy for her and I'm so proud of her and I have no idea how to be a mom without her. Um, she started momming a couple years before me and I had just followed her lead because she is the most amazing mom and human and we have been friends since we were 14. And she started babysitting for me when my oldest was born, and my kids are four and two and almost a year. And she has watched my kids. She has raised my kids for me, and I don't know how I'm going to do this without her. Um, I'm so happy for her. So proud of her. And I am. I'm just so sad. And I'm going to try not to cry in front of her for the next few months before she leaves. Um, <laughs> that's all. It's hard. I don't. She's my mom person. She's my mom person. And uh, I'm going to have to find some new mom people. Find anybody like her. And making friends with mom is really, really fucking hard. And she reminds me of who I am as a person because she's known me since I was just 14-year-old weirdo, awkward me. And now she's just going to have to do it from the other side of the country. Uh, And that really sucks. But thank God we don't get charged for long distance. And thank God for faith. You're doing a great job. And she's doing a great job. Thank you. And you're doing a great job. This is hard. You're right. I mean... It's hard already when a best friend moves. Like that's that's already really hard and brings up so many emotions of like, you know, what's acceptable? What's an acceptable way to feel about it? Am I being selfish? Am I uh, not being supportive because I want them to stay or I'm going to miss them so much? And then you throw in the fact that that you guys have been like parenting essentially together 
lot of milestones together. It's so clear how much you like allowed her to be part of your like life, your family. And that really adds to this feeling of, of loss. Yeah. I, oh, I just really, I'm, I mean, it's, it's hard in a way because in a way, like you're, you're so, you're so lucky. Like in a way, I'm kind of weirdly jealous that you've had this person to share this, this time with this person who really has been, I don't know. It sounds kind of like almost like an older sister type person for you as a mom, which is so nice and kind of different from, from like having your own parents involved with your kids. Um, And so like what a special, amazing friendship that you, the two of you have and have had and so much history. And then the fact that she's been such a part of your kids, like very earliest years is so incredibly special. I I just, I I'm just thinking about that. Like no one can ever take that away from you or her or your kids. Like that time exists and is real and it was really meaningful and and it is really really hard that she's moving you're not losing her but she's moving that is going to be really really hard and different and hard if not impossible to replace that 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 place in your life you know even when you make new mom friends or whatever so I just I'm sending you and her lots of love and um that's huge. Yeah. Here's here are the two things I know. One, your friendship will survive and stay as strong as ever because you guys got stayed friends during young kids, <laughs> which is a real test on any relationship. So I know if you did that, you are for sure going to survive long distance. And two, and most importantly, you are a great mom and you are going to continue to find your way through parenting, even if sort of the this person who's been your guide or your mentor uh, is somewhere else, I think you will be surprised to see how wonderful you are at it. You, you are doing a good job. Yeah. You are an amazing parent. And that's not going to change. Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned, once again, that things that bring children joy are horrible. <laughs> Rocks, glitter, balloons. We've, we've talked about almost all stickers. Just a nightmare. But they are the sort of nightmares that I guess we have to live with. <laughs> it's, like, it's like hell on earth. <laughs> Where's where's that TV show? It's just like parents trying to navigate balloons and glitter in their house. I was telling Teresa, why why not just marry two nightmares into one and fill a balloon full of glitter? And then when you pop it, oh my surprise. God. Oh my God. Surprise, you're angry all the time. <laughs> balloons. I'll tell you what I really learned, Teresa. I learned that I still after eight years, love 
doing this show. And I, I am so thankful that we get to keep doing this show because of the listener support. I am also incredibly grateful to this amazing community of supporters that has kept our show going for so many years and has really been with us for all the ups and downs and especially this past year of downs. I don't even know what word <laughs> of balloons. Yeah. This balloons. past year of balloons. Yeah. The oh. year before that was the sack of bananas and this past year was the sack of balloons. Well, actually this was, we were celebrating the year of cake parenting. Oh yeah. The year of cake parenting. Yeah. I, I see in our future, a sack of balloons. Right? A bunch of yes. balloons. Is it a, a bunch? bunch of balloons? A bunch of balloons. A pod of balloons. Oh, I think, oh, I think a bunch of balloons. I don't know why I got disturbed by pod of pod balloons. Pod of balloons. I, I don't know. know why that's disturbing you don't like to me. Whales. Um, okay. <laughs> or peas. Or peas. Or school pods. Like how right. we all have to interact with each other now. I'm very disturbed by groups, <laughs> groups of any kind. <laughs> So Everyone year, for themselves. Next year will just be the year of one single balloon. <laughs> Teresa, you are doing a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. And we will talk to you like all the time. Let's do that. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.